Captain. 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 Where's the captain?
all is not what it seems. It is usually very dangerous to think you have the answer and to relentlessly agree with yourself. Sometimes you are the enemy. You cannot trust popular opinion either. Data can be manipulated. In this very moment, it is believed that the global population is exactly 8,123,456,957. There are at least 10,000 more scattered across the globe. They remain a secret, hidden from mainstream society, lurking in the darkness and the shadows, each having their own unique purpose. Yet a secret is always known to someone. Tom Ford spent most of his existence in a small room, hidden deep underground. A desk, a microphone, an endless task, a solitary and relentless purpose. He is one of the 10,000, the hidden population. He had his secrets, and he had a duty. fully convinced himself that he was being haunted. It can't just be in his head, he thought. He sensed movement constantly. He heard distant groans. Something was lurking in the darkness, taunting him. After months of torment, the spectre finally revealed itself. The former ghostly apparition had taken solid form. It pounded with fear and aggression from the inside of Conrad's old oak wardrobe seemingly trapped and desperate for freedom. Conrad summoned all his courage and unlocked the door. To his terror, there was nothing there except an echoing plea for help. Who are you? What do you want? said Conrad. Leave me in peace. I do not want violence. The fear and terror had never been so intense. He was completely alone. There was no escape. He ran back down the stairs of the windmill and armed himself with a ten-inch machete. Show yourself. I demand it. A strange noise seemed to dance all around him. He hacked at the air, but it was futile. This is your last chance. Show yourself. So... 
the voice seemed to dissipate, and silence returned. Conrad feared he was going insane. The years of gruesome dissection had finally caught up with him, it seemed. Maybe these were the voices of his victims, unable to rest and find their peace. I didn't murder you, any of you. I am a prisoner. I am cursed to be here. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Help me. Help me. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Conrad broke down and wept. Weeks went by, and Conrad could barely function. He could not even escape through sleep, as his nightmares were just as horrific as his waking moments. He drank himself to sleep, and would wake screaming and drenched in sweat. And so it went on, day after day, until... Surely it was clear to anyone, even a brute like Byron. Yes, it must be him. Byron could save him. If he could just get to the door. In his weak and fragile state, he gathered all the strength he could muster and reached the door. He could barely unlatch the heavy lock, but somehow he managed it. The thought of his saviour waiting behind the door for him filled him with hope and courage. No one. There was no one there. Just the infinite darkness and the sound of the storm. He heard the knocking so clearly. It can't have just been his diseased mind. He decided to investigate further. He searched the grounds of the windmill, determined to find someone. He needed to prove to himself that he was not insane. It was futile. There was no one to be found. Conrad re-entered the windmill. He needed a drink. When he got to the living room door, he was rendered speechless. His mouth wide open and a silent scream emerged. There was a man sitting in his armchair. I hope you don't mind. I made myself a drink. Conrad could not respond. Would you like to join me? This whiskey is quite remarkable. Still no response. Here, allow me. The man poured the drink and handed it to Conrad. I did knock. But I didn't get a reply. I thought maybe you were in the stables round the back. 
When I returned, the door was open, so I let myself in. It's nice to finally meet you in person, comrade. Who are you? How'd you know my name? Your name? Your name? Tell me, have you seen hell? I'm beginning to think so. Trust me, you would be certain. Do you even know where you are? I can't be sure anymore. You don't seem sure of much. No, but I am sure of one thing. And what's that, my friend? I'm sure that death is approaching. I can feel it every day. Is it you? No. I've been called many things. But not that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. I know things have not been easy for you. You really don't deserve that. You don't, you don't deserve what you've become. It's very clear that you don't know me. Please leave. I do not want violence. Comrade, I know you very well. This is going to be hard for you, but you must trust me. I promise. I'm here to help you. Help me do what? There was once a man, a thief. He lived in England. All he knew was poverty and suffering. He was never shown love or kindness, and yet he was never violent or hateful. He only stole to survive. He longed for a purpose. And eventually, one was to find him. One day, he was trying to spear a fish in the banks of a river. It was very calm, very peaceful. He was near starvation and not getting a catch. But he had patience. Great patience and persistence. He focused his mind and eventually, after hours of trying, speared himself a fish. Unbeknownst to him, he was being watched. He always had been. There is always someone watching. He was captured and watching became his purpose. So if I know Tom, then I know you. I know us all. Trust me when I say 
I'm here to help. Trust. What's your name? Captain Reich. Peter Reich. Captain. Yes, sir. A privateer. My ship was commandeered by Vikings, I'm afraid, hundreds of years ago. And I was thrown into the deep, dark ocean. But I survived. What new torture is this? Has my mind completely gone? I, I can't take this anymore. I can't take it. I need to end this suffering. Comrade, my friend. You have a purpose to fulfill. A great purpose. You have been chosen. I've seen it. Beyond the realms of life and death. And until that time comes, you cannot die. 